Welcome to your favorite podcast, Cosmic Queen. Get ready to discover soulful selling and marketing strategies. Learn how to stop overthinking everything by reprogramming your subconscious mind. And finally, level up your business, your income, and your success. Yes, girl, it is all happening right now. So grab your earbuds, light up your manifestation candle. It is time to hack the quantum field, create success that defies logic, and let out your inner alpha. Let's go ahead and get started. Ooh, I'm so excited today because I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite things. As I have been planning out the first couple of podcast episodes, it's kind of funny because I want to build a strong foundation so that anybody who's new to my world can kind of have an idea about the things that I love, the things that I love talking about, the things that I love sharing. And if you've been in my world for a while, you probably have an idea of what we are going to talk about today. Because today we're going to talk about the subconscious mind. And specifically, we're going to be talking about the subconscious mind and how it impacts your business success, or rather how it limits your business success, because that's how it ends up working like 99.999% of the time. So if you don't know me, I am certified in rapid transformational therapy. I'm certified in a couple of other things too, but RTT or rapid transformational therapy It was pioneered by Marissa Peer, and it was really my first introduction into doing subconscious work. It's a mix of hypnotherapy, neuro-linguistic programming, CBT, and just kind of traditional talk therapy. And it's really designed to give you permanent results and transformation in as little as one session. We go back to the root cause of what's going on, of why this issue is coming up in your life. We rewire the root cause and then you're never bothered by it again. So we're going to talk a little bit more about what I mean when I'm talking about the root cause and how that relates to your business. We're going to be getting into all of the juiciness today. So we're going to start by just talking about what is the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is actually what is running the show 97% of the time. The figure is always somewhere between 95% and 97%, but I like to go with 97% because I am a little bit dramatic. 97% of the time. The crazy thing about your subconscious mind is that it is formed from your second trimester until you are seven years old. So during that time, you're really just like this camcorder and you're just taking in all of this information you're observing it. And what's happening is that your belief system that you're going to carry for the rest of your life is actually being formed during this time. So all of the experiences that you're having, all of the things that you're seeing, the fights you might be witnessing, the disagreements, the things that a friend tells you, the things that a teacher tells you, all of these things become part of your subconscious. And so as you can imagine, zero to seven years old, there is a lot of misunderstanding that is going on during that time period. So you're seeing people fighting and you're making your own conclusions based on your five-year-old knowledge of the world of what is actually going on. But as time goes on, what happens is that our brain continues to look for evidence to prove our beliefs right. If there's one thing that you need to know about the brain, It's that it always wants to be right no matter what, 
even when it's detrimental to you, even when it's harmful to you, your brain wants to be proven right. And so what happens is as these beliefs are formed, your brain then goes for the rest of your life, seeking out evidence to reinforce them. And as those beliefs are reinforced, you can imagine that they just get stronger and stronger and stronger until they feel like absolute truths to you. And these absolute truths about how good you are, about how worthy you are, about how capable you are of finishing things, about how smart you are, they come to dictate 97% of your actions for the rest of your life. So for so long, I felt like I was just going through life and I did not understand why I could not do the things that I wanted to do, why I was always kind of selling myself short, why I had such a hard time finishing the things that I started, why I had such a hard time putting myself out there in the ways that I wanted to. It always felt like I took such a strong running start and then things kind of just fizzled out and I just kind of imagined that that is how my life was going to be for the rest of my life and I had come to accept it. So what did that look like for me in particular? It looked like many, many career changes. I talk a lot about fear and letting go of fear, but the truth is that so many of my career changes, so many of my shifts were kind of driven by fear. So I started out going to college and I majored in biology and chemistry and then got really scared. I got really scared. That wasn't the path for me and maybe I wasn't good enough and maybe I couldn't do this. And I let that fear really get into my head. And I ended up also majoring in English and going to law school. And then when I was in law school, I thought I would be a patent attorney. And then I kind of let fear come in again. And I was like, no, maybe I can't do it. I'm going to have to take a separate bar. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so scary. What if then I can't get a job? As I was practicing, all of these beliefs were just something that I was always taking with me. And I could run. I could run away from it. I could stop practicing. I could switch my major. I could get another job. But once I landed in entrepreneurship, once I started my own business when my first son was born, there was nowhere to run to. Because once you become an entrepreneur, you kind of realize that everything is just totally in your control and that your limitations don't hurt anybody except you and that if you're not going to get the job done, then it's just not going to get done. And I also really, really loved being an entrepreneur. I loved having my own business and I really didn't expect that. So in my first business, I had this stationary and design business. And honestly, I let my subconscious beliefs totally, totally limit what I believed was possible for me. I could expand up to a six figure year and I really could not see beyond that. I was so, so caught up in hustle because I had all of these deep subconscious beliefs around how hard I had to work and how hard it was to make money and how this was all a fluke because I was making money in this really creative way and I had all these subconscious beliefs about that and what was possible with a creative business. And I really, really let those shape the success of my business and shape my own success. And eventually... What happened is that I met somebody who actually did rapid transformational therapy or RTT. And I met her in an entrepreneur group that we were both part of that I had joined as an entrepreneur myself. And she would talk about this stuff. She would talk about the subconscious mind and she would talk about all the things. 
that we had stuck in our subconscious mind. And I started listening to Marissa Peer and I started listening to the things that she was talking about. And I started thinking, hmm, this is so fantastic for everybody except me. (laughs) Everyone that I know has these deep subconscious blocks, but not me. I'm great. Everybody that I know needs RTT, but not me. And so eventually I started learning more and more and more and I started realizing, hmm, but what if I did? What if I did do something like this, as weird as it sounds? Because I thought hypnotherapy was like so out there and I thought that it was like such a last ditch attempt for people, right? I thought it was for people who were really like so desperate to quit smoking or so desperate to lose 20 pounds or whatever, right? And I don't know if I'm desperate enough to try hypnotherapy. And then I decided, you know what, let me give it a chance. Let me just give it a chance. And my first session was actually a session for imposter syndrome. And I'm so glad because I really think that imposter syndrome is kind of the foundation subconscious block for so many entrepreneurs. And I'm sure that we will get into that in a later episode. But I had this session for imposter syndrome and it blew my mind. And if you've done a session with me, you know what I'm talking about. Because when you regress, you go back to the root cause of this imposter syndrome. And so maybe you're someone who had a bunch of trauma and people come to me and they tell me, you know, I had this really traumatic childhood and I had this loss and I had this and divorce, uh, death, all of these things. And we think that that's where everything comes from. And what I realized is that it's actually not about those big things at all. What it's actually about are tiny, small snapshot moments that become the foundation for the beliefs that actually become the big picture of our lives. So when I went back in that first recording, I went back to being a little kid. I went back to when I was accused of copying someone in high school and I had it. And I thought that that was so unfair and it was such a horrible feeling School had always come so easily to me and, and to be accused of something like that, I was like, no, I didn't. I went back to being so little and taking my first kind of standardized test. And it's so bittersweet because my son just had his last week, kind of like those tests that they do. They would always tell us, don't worry, this is only to see if the, the textbooks are working or if we need to get new textbooks. And I actually don't know what they're for, right? I, I'm guessing that they're designed to kind of gauge where everybody is at intelligence-wise. But I remember being five and being at that test. I remember being so nervous and thinking like, I can't do this. Oh my gosh, I'm going to mess this up. And then actually doing really, really well. And so that kind of formed this core belief that I had that I don't really know what I'm doing. And every time that I have success, it's a fluke. And that was formed in my brain when I was five years old. And then it was cemented over and over again. I'd walk into a test and I remember getting so nervous and thinking that I had done terrible and then doing okay. And then thinking, well, but I don't actually know how. I don't actually know how I did that. Cue massive imposter syndrome. Because then I started my business and had a really successful business and I had the same beliefs. I don't know how I did it. And when I was able to let that go and not just let it go, but start to see that my subconscious mind had, first of all, so much crap in there that I had to kind of declutter. I was like, wow, well, this is going to be a fun journey that we are going on together. 
But beyond that, right, once I realized that all of these things were really just little threads, they were just really threads of belief and situations and all of these kinds of things. And I had thought that everything that was wrong was just this big giant knot. And RGT really taught me that it wasn't, that my beliefs had been formed in these tiny little snapshot moments and that I could let them go. Because also once you see that you formed this belief when you were five years old and had no idea what a test was, right? And that it's not even remotely relevant to your life today. Then you kind of start to understand, all right, it's silly for me to hold on to this. Maybe it's not true. Maybe I can let go of this belief. Maybe I can think differently. Maybe I can take different action. And so for me, probably one of the biggest beliefs that I had was that I wasn't a finisher, that I wasn't good at finishing something, that I was great at starting something. I remember getting to high school and being the first, closing out the first semester and I got the highest GPA in the class. And then I kind of thought, well, how did I do that? Oh no, this is terrifying. Now I have to maintain this and I don't know what I did. All right, never mind. And kind of slacked off a little bit more. Same thing when I got to college, first semester, amazing. Again, that fear set in of like, am I going too hard? Fear of burnout. Am I going to push myself too far? Can I trust myself to keep this up? And the truth is that I couldn't. I didn't feel like I could. I didn't feel like I could trust myself because I had all these beliefs in my subconscious that were holding me back from doing that. And so once I started kind of letting them go and started really building that self-trust on a subconscious level, it almost felt like I had a new brain. Like I was just thinking so differently and I was doing so on autopilot because that's the power of subconscious work is that it really, really rewrites your programming. So 97% of your actions are dictated by your subconscious. And when your subconscious is not on board with what you want to do, no matter how hard you tell it that you want to do something, no matter how hard you push yourself or command your conscious brain to do this thing or tell yourself that this is what it is that you want to do and that this is going to make you happy and that this is success and that you want to go all in, your subconscious is not on board. But when 97% of your brain wants exactly what it is that you want on the conscious level, it's so, so easy because now your subconscious mind is aligned with what you want. Now your subconscious mind believes that you actually can finish these things, that there is no finish line, that you can have sustainable success, that you can start everything that you finish, that you're more than worthy of everything that you desire, that your imposter syndrome is silly because you're freaking amazing. And once I got to that point, it was like magic was unfolding. And people always ask me, how did I grow my business so fast? How did I grow my business so fast having so much fun? How does it look so easy? And the truth is that it kind of is because I have done so much work on the subconscious level. And when I say the subconscious level, we're going to be talking about so many amazing things on this podcast, and I'm so excited, but I really do want to focus on the subconscious today because I really, really think it's the first step. The first step is always, always examining your beliefs and realigning to a new truth. When you want to achieve anything, you have to look at what you're currently believing about it. You have to rewire it. You have to believe differently so you can choose differently and so that it can be easy. And when I talk about the subconscious, I'm also talking about the body because so much of what we think of as the brain 
is knowledge that's stored in our body and it's a feedback loop, right? So we can't talk about the subconscious mind without also kind of talking about the somatic side because I feel like they're all so related. So when your mind thinks that it's scary to just keep going, that's stored in your body too. And your body sends the response, we're scared. And your mind says, right, right, we're scared because this thing happened that time that we were five and we don't want to do this again. Thank you for reading that stimuli, that external stimuli for us and making this easy. Let's go into that filing system and go back to that thing that happened when we were five that made us really scared and we're going to pump the brakes and we're not going to do that. So it's all a cycle, right? It's not just your thoughts. It's everything. When I talk about the subconscious, it's really, really almost like your experience as a human, what you believe, how you feel, all of these things. So a few tips. If you are someone who feels maybe your subconscious is holding you back, it probably is because it always is. Even at this stage, there's always new layers for me to uncover. One of the big questions that I get asked is, I always say, the results are permanent when you do this kind of work. And people say, well, what's permanent? And I say, well, permanent is that it's going to uncover for you the next layer. (laughs) But this layer is going to get you pretty far, right? But at a certain point, yes, another layer is going to come up for you to work through. That's always the way that it is. Your brain is like an onion. Your experience is like an onion. You can push yourself to a certain point. And once you get to that next level, you're going to need to do it again. And that's okay. That's what we're here for. That is what true quantum success actually looks like. It looks like managing that up level, navigating it, pushing through, coming out on the other side, a totally different person in the best way possible. So if you are someone who might feel like your subconscious is holding you back, I always say you can start on the conscious level with so many little tips. It doesn't have to be hypnotherapy. You can actually access your subconscious in so many different ways. So meditation is one, that feeling you get when you're like taking a really nice, relaxing bath. That's another one. When you're out driving, another fantastic way to connect with your subconscious is journaling. When you journal, when you let go of all of these limiting beliefs, try to see what actually came through. Try to make sense of it. And you can probably go back. Once you realize that all of these things have a root cause from something that happened when you were young, You can probably even get your brain to go back there and think about what it was. Now that I've done enough work, I can do that all the time. I just think, hmm, where did this come from? And I can regress myself. Now it wasn't so easy, but you can try. And once you have that, it's about remembering that the subconscious mind, it communicates in feelings and it communicates in images. So the best thing that you can do to rewire your subconscious thoughts is visualization just visualizing a different outcome, visualizing yourself doing the thing differently, doing a different thing. That is going to be the fastest way for you to really, really shift that belief on the subconscious level. And you can do it every single day, right? If you have this block that's coming up, I never finish things. Make it neutral for your brain. Instead of jumping to I'm the best finisher in the whole world, that's going to be a huge leap for your brain. Build a little thought ladder. I think thought work is honestly so important. And as entrepreneurs, we need to always be doing it. So build yourself a little thought ladder. I never finish anything suddenly becomes, I finished something that one time. I think if I committed to it, I could finish things. 
let me try finishing this thing. It's possible that I could finish everything that I start. And you start really building that new belief system for yourself and embedding it at the subconscious level. You can journal on it, see what comes up, see what the fears on the other side are. So what scares you about finishing things? What scares you about success? What is coming up that your subconscious is holding on to? That's actually the thing that's keeping you stuck. Because the other thing is that it's never about what we're worried about. It's never about the issue itself. It's always about what our subconscious is making that issue out to be. So what's the fear? What's the fear that's going to happen when you actually finish something, when you actually go for the thing that you say that you want the most, when you actually create the level of success that you most desire, when you actually hit that money goal? What is it that comes up on the other side? And finally, don't push yourself. Don't think that your conscious mind should be able to handle this. Because that is the fastest way to burn yourself out. That 3% of your brain, when it's firing on all cylinders, trying to get you to do something that you do not want to do, you are going to end up exhausted, super burnt out. You're going to be left with absolutely no creativity, no energy, no excitement, no joy. And we really, really don't want to do that. So the best analogy that I can give you is kind of like your subconscious is like your glutes, right? And when you're walking around, it's your glutes and your legs, right? Your biggest muscles. They're the ones that are doing all of the heavy lifting during the day. You pick up to grab something. Your legs are doing most of the work. Imagine if you were trying to do all of that and you were trying to just use the muscles in your toe. You would be exhausted. And after a couple of steps, your toe would probably be broken. And that's what it's like to try to use your conscious mind to create the results that you desire. It's just not going to work. All you're going to do is deplete your energy and your resources. And even worse, damage your self-trust. Because that's the biggest thing that I see happen. We start to lose integrity with ourselves. We start to create these beliefs and cement these beliefs. Things never work out for me. I never do the things that I say I'm going to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just not true. It's just that we're going about it the wrong way. But once we start doing it the right way, once we start actually processing our fear, once we start actually rewiring our subconscious mind, aligning our subconscious mind, it actually does get easy. And so I'm so excited for the next couple of episodes because we're going to break it down. We're going to break down how business gets to be easy, how life gets to be easy, how your subconscious, your energy, how everything can work together to create exactly the results that you desire. If you loved this episode, I guarantee you are going to love hanging out with me. So come over to my Facebook group, Ready for More, Change Your Thoughts, Transform Your Life. And let's keep this party going 